Welcome to today's episode on Life in the Front Office. I'm your host, Jake Hirschman, and today we've got episode number four on the Sports Biz Camp series. Really excited to have Vince Pearson, uh, sports diversity and inclusion expert. Um, excited to talk to him about his experience and in the industry, as well as kind of what he sees uh, the future of diversity and inclusion um, and where it's going. And Vince, I got to ask you first off. You know, we talked a little bit about it the other day yeah. uh, with with the sports we played. But what you what you want to do in high school? Uh, well, first, thanks for having me, Jake. And this is a great opportunity. Um, so, me in high school, you couldn't tell me I wasn't going to be a ball player, um, which you know comes with its pros and cons. But I, you couldn't convince me I wasn't going to be playing basketball for a living. Uh, the good thing about that is. I learned at an early age that sports were kind of my destiny. It's what I was super interested in. And luckily, as that matured over time, I realized it was more about the impact than what's actually happening on the, the field or court of play. Um, so that translates well to what I'm doing now. But in high school, man, you couldn't tell me I wouldn't be playing basketball for a living. I just knew that was going to be it. Well, and you, I think we were talking earlier, like you said, 6'2 uh, as a freshman yeah. in high school, and then what, 6'3 now? 6'2 so. in ninth grade, and I grew an inch from ninth grade to today. So, you know, big aspirations that didn't quite pan out <laughs> on a lot of levels. <laughs> some some would say skills involved, but, you know, the height always helps. So Definitely. Um, all right, so... Basketball didn't work out, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're kind of thinking through college. What do you, you know? What do you want to do? Um, tell us how you got to your experience uh, with minor league baseball as the diversity inclusion officer, and, and what was that all about? Most definitely. So I, I attended Virginia State University, and that's kind of where I was able to really fine tune my skill set, but also my interests. Again, now I'm transitioning from. And understanding I'm not going to play basketball for a living. Okay, well, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to be connected to sports. So major in sport management, fortunate to meet um, a mentor, Dr. Leon Bay, who really gave me the mentorship and guidance I needed at that time, both to develop as a professional, but also to just understand aspiration away from actually playing the game that I love. Um, so I was able to get a lot of experience there. I actually worked in college sports at the Colonial Athletic Association for two years um, before going to the University of Central Florida where I earned my Master in Business Administration but also a Master in Sport Business under the leadership of Dr. Richard Lapchick who produces the racial and gender report cards among a mountain of other accolades and uh, productivity that he has. But learning from him, I was really able to understand the impact of sports and really see that that's why I'm still connected to the game so much. That's what keeps me coming back is that these games, when I talk about sports, this platform has a unique ability to change lives and to connect communities in a way that nothing else can, especially in our um, culture here in, um, nationally. Uh, so fortunately, during my time at the in the DeVos program at the University of Central Florida, I met Pat O'Connor, who's the president and CEO of Minor League Baseball, who at the time was building out his diversity initiative for Minor League Baseball. This is where divine intervention comes in. It's nothing that I did other than be in the right place at the right time and maybe say a couple of the right things that led to Pat O'Connor and myself having a great conversation. And a few months later, he hired me to lead his diversity initiative. And I did that for four and a half years, um, 
we've really accomplished a lot of great things in minor league baseball a lot that i'm really proud of yeah and i mean it's just such a small world too like pat was one of my first mentors pat was you know i flat out reached out to pat on linkedin because he connected with me and i asked him for an informational interview gave it to me we met at the winter meetings three years in a row gave me the time you know to sit down and chat and and has been you know an influence on me ever since and then you know i meet you at nsf then you know then we're here uh, at the the sports biz camps retreat and it's like it's funny how the world's cross right and so um you know the the sports biz camps mission in terms of uh helping kids you know in upper, underrepresented uh areas and minorities and women and that's right up your alley right yeah. i mean that's what you were doing so exactly. um shine a little uh insight on you know the industry of sports in general and kind of where we are uh mm-hmm. where we where we came from right mm-hmm. and then where we're kind of going yeah so i think that part of this mission and part of um what makes this so important is kind of like you mentioned it is such a small industry small world this world of sports um and so being able to provide that access is so important but when we think about diversity in sports you're right it it, it's there's such a long history but when you look ahead i think that one of the things that's going to be interesting for our industry in sports is what the advent and inclusion of data is going to do to our best practices when it comes to diversity and inclusion. How are we going to use, how are we going to create, and then how are we going to use and leverage data to actually drive um, impactful strategies to see, you know, to not just set targets and goals, but actually cultivate cultures and environments that encourage diverse business practices, um, that encourage inclusive leadership. Um, I think that Using data is something that the sports industry hasn't done as well as some of the, some mm-hmm. other industries, um, but there's a wealth of it that we can leverage. So I think that's kind of where we're going. Um, I think that's where the direction will be in the next five to ten years. And it's understanding those data points and and actually like having actionable insights, right? Absolutely. Not just like looking at the data and yeah, data for data's sake it. is one that that's something that. You know, it's actually very frustrating, data for data's sake. But I think that, you know, that's that's where the unique opportunity comes in. And this is something we had in minor league baseball. When you have a leader who really, under, who wants to see this do well, you get the data because it drives, you know, it's how you get folks to buy in. Mm-hmm. But you don't dig, dig, dig into the data because, you know, that, that kind of becomes a, an exercise of utility at a point. Right. So, you know, in terms of... Um, the mission and you know why you got involved in sports biz camps. I mean, what what are some of the takeaways from your experiences in sports? Not only as a student athlete mm-hmm. um, coming up and and then working in you know the college space and then minor league baseball, but like what are some of those lessons that you are hoping uh, to be able to give back to to the kids that are in high school that you know you probably wish you would have known uh, when you're oh, thinking man. about your pro basketball career. I think the, there's so many, <laughs> but. Uh, Primarily is access. Uh, how do we create the pathways, or how can I personally create pathways to access that will just allow you to have a creative idea for what you can be? You know, I didn't start thinking about my life after sports until the sophomore, junior year in college. And I was fortunate because getting too caught up in that can really prevent you from having a sophomore, or junior year in college. But just to be able to unlock some of the creativity that's in the minds of these young people who never get a chance to tap into it because they don't have the access. I think that's the biggest point. And when we talk about you know women and people of color specifically, um, because this is a population that's traditionally underserved. And I think to have that mission 
um, especially when we talk about the future of sports. You know, it, it's no secret if you look at the top and leadership of most industries, women and people of color are underrepresented. So how do we, this is a great grassroots opportunity to provide that access that long-term is going to be the solution to, you know, where our industry is going to want to go. Yeah, no, it definitely starts at the bottom, you know, it, it, like even with the concussions and stuff like that in football and, and mm-hmm. you know, the fan bases, right, of, of sports, it starts at the youth level, right? Yeah. Like who's playing, right? Because ultimately they're Absolutely. the ones who are going to grow with the games um, and the sports individually. Let's talk a little bit about um, the logos involved with with sports and, and working in sports, right? So you had the conference logo, you got the minor league baseball logo, you know, you had whatever logo you had in high school and college that, you yeah. know, you just kind of associate yourself with. But when you're talking to people who are trying to get into the business, it's it's not so much um, the, the sexy logo, right? It is what are the like lessons that we were just talking about that you can take from working in sports, but then also... Um, being able to you know leverage it in whatever else you may do in your life right it doesn't have to necessarily mm-hmm. be sports um, you know for as long as you live yeah no I think that's a great point um, and it's really important today um, more important now so even than when we were coming up in high school because there's just so much access to who you are and or who I think you may be because above all of what's happening on social media and LinkedIn and just how you brand yourself is so important um, you know, I think that the, the the whole point of, you know, logos and different types of brands that you connect to, I think the important thing is that you build a brand for yourself mm-hmm. and have that solid foundation of, of who you are. And again, if we can get into the minds of these young people and have them start to think that way, if I was thinking that way in 10th grade, man, I would be, I think that I'd be something dangerous now, what I'm trying to become. Yeah. Uh, I would have, you know, I just would have had a really great head start on that. You know, even if it was just a thought then, even if I did nothing other than have the thought. So I think that's the whole point is, you know, for the folks to, for the young people to understand and connect and be cognizant of other brands, but then to spin that around and say, now, what does your brand say? What does your brand say about you? Just to ask that question, um, you know, maybe not your logo specifically, but what does your brand say about you? And then how can you make sure it's accurate with what you want it to say? Yeah. And, you know, when you think about the brand piece of it, right, there's, um, you know, how you make that college decision too, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not only um, what you think you're going to go do in your career, but the, but those four, you know, three, four, five years of college, mm-hmm. you know, how, if you, you know, six, if you go to grad school, et cetera, like right. that, right, that sets you up. So what was your, what was your decision process or thought process going from undergrad to grad school, knowing you wanted to, you know, go to school, get a higher, higher degree um, to ultimately help you in your career you know it's such a great question because in high school from high school to undergrad the transition was i need to get an application in somewhere that will accept me that was literally (laughs) the criteria is what school will allow me to attend their university for the next four years when i was going into graduate school i wanted to have options so i was much more intentional and i would encourage folks to be intentional at both levels but for me, I was intentional looking at graduate programs. I wanted something that connected to the, a mission and that was purposeful that I could relate to. Um, so I chose University of Central Florida because diversity, inclusion, and ethics were built into the coursework for the program. I wanted a program that would get me out of my comfort zone. So I, I went to Virginia State. I grew up in Virginia. I wanted to now see another state, get outside of my comfort zone. University of Central Florida, check that box. I wanted something that could put me in touch with a network of people and professionals 
that would benefit me immediately. So at the University of Central Florida, I worked with um, the Florida, uh, or excuse me, I worked with the Orlando Magic. I worked with ESPN Wide World Sports. I was connected with minor league baseball just by way of the program that I selected. So was very intentional about identifying a program that could meet the needs and wants of you know that fit my career path or mm-hmm. my desired career path um much more so than at the undergrad level and I think that's a testament to development um or maturity really but you know again if we can have young folks thinking this way yeah. going into their senior years of college rather than their junior years of or excuse me senior years of high school rather than junior years of college, then, you know, it could just be that much more intentional and strategic with your career. Yeah, absolutely. I, I you know, and, and like even five years from now, right, we're probably gonna have a different conversation, yeah, right? Because just of the, the, the exponential learning curve, yeah. you know, that we all have, um, and how fast our world is moving. But mm-hmm. um, to your point, you know, if they, if you can think about it early on, whether there's, you know, a mentor they can find even early on, right? Just to plant the seed of, of those thoughts of get involved early, that sort of stuff. So, um, any last thoughts for the, uh, the podcast? Well, no, again, thank you for having me. I think this is a great opportunity to share what we're doing with sport biz camps. And, and I'm really excited about the future for this program. You know, we're expanding to nine markets this year. We're going to touch a thousand kids lives this year and really tap into that creativity not for us but for them to Mm -hmm. to benefit from and those are going to be lasting relationships this is not a one-off so you know really excited to see where this goes but you know also kudos to you for what you're doing with the podcast and everything else and and i look forward to staying involved yeah absolutely thanks vince appreciate it